Welcome to Today on Broadway for Wednesday, August 4th, 2021. I am Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. As always, make sure that you're on our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash broadwayradio so that you can get the news before everybody else and uh, all of our exclusive interviews. So um, we kind of saw this coming, Matt. Like <laughs> we were texting in our group chat yeah. about like some of this stuff coming up because um, we are not effing around. I don't know if I'm legally allowed on Broadway radio to say the F word, but yes, the, not. the, the FEC will, or the F- FCC or whatever will come in and, and take you to profanity prison. If you, oh. uh, if you swear. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Sorry y'all, but we are not <laughs> fucking around today. Um, if you want to see a show on or off Broadway or eat inside in like in a small space or in a large space, whatever in New York city, you got to be vaxxed as hell. Uh, the mayor, Bill de Blasio, he's still our mayor. Somehow um, he issued a mandate on August 3rd saying that proof of COVID-19 vaccination would be required to enter performance venues, gyms, and restaurants. This policy um, is set to begin on August 16th with official uh, enforcement on September 13th. I don't know the difference between official enforcement and when the policy begins. (laughs) I just feel like that seems like just like verbal vomit. And who's enforcing it? Because we know that the NYPD is very vocally against enforcing any of this stuff, especially via their unions, which is actual human garbage, uh, (laughs) the stuff that they put out there. So, I I mean, I, I welcome this, but like, who is actually going to enforce it? Who, who who will wake them as woman one? No, no, no. Woman three says in Les Miserables, uh, who, who, who will, will enforce wake it? Them? You nailed it. Did it seven years ago. And I can't unhear it. Um, as we've discussed on the show, the Broadway League did just announce that audience members must be vaccinated to enter any Broadway theater. But now this is kind of like across the board. You got to do it, guys. Yeah, What's the holdup? And here's the thing. I, yeah. I am sympathetic to anybody who for medical reasons, cannot get it because yeah. obviously there is certain conditions and, and things that do not re- react well with vaccines in general. And specifically this one, get it, yeah, got course. it, good. Everybody else, I don't care what your excuse is at this point. Like literally, even those with deeply held religious beliefs, I'm sorry, um, you're wrong. So yeah. that, that might get me in more trouble than you dropping the F word. But I'm just saying, I just don't care anymore. You know, like, I, I don't yeah. care what your excuses are. Um, here's the we thing. We cannot get back to work. That, that's basically what it is. We cannot get back to work and enjoy uh, theater without well, this. Well, but people die if you don't. It, you know, I mean, it, yeah. it, the theater is important and the work is important because without the work, people go into issues that could lead to their death as well. So, I mean, it's all about like keeping people safe. And if you just don't care enough about other people yeah. to get a shot, a like literally one of the most painless shots I've ever gotten in my life. If you can't just suck it up and get the shot and maybe yeah. have some sort of ramifications for a day or so, which I barely had anything at all. Like, I just, I don't want to deal with you. I, I, I don't want to interact <laughs> with you. You are the type of person that I will actively avoid for the rest of my life. Similarly, well. based off of how you, we, we're not going to get into that tea. <laughs> I wondered why you were laughing and then it dawned on me as to who you were laughing about, but we're going to save that for the group chat and yeah, maybe the, the eventual. Yeah, will remember us um, oh. because we will stick around um on that Uh, note we're going to take a moment from the show to talk about our sponsor for this week upstart so 
So if you're carrying a credit balance month after month, it can feel like you're in this like never ending cycle of debt. Famously, I don't subscribe. Upstart can help you make that final payment so that you can get ahead. Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online, whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses. Over half a million people have used Upstart to get one fixed monthly payment. Unless you were born into a family with generational wealth, you have probably, <laughs> unless that's your situation, chances are pretty good that you have had to deal with living paycheck to paycheck or having to go without because you didn't have the money for certain necessities. That is terrifying and especially like Grace was just talking about with the pandemic, people aren't working and that can be a huge issue right now when it comes to people just being able to pay their bills. Living paycheck to paycheck is terrifying, it's scary, it hurts. Fortunately, Upstart is here right now to help you if you need it for whatever purpose. They will take a look at your income, your current employment history, all of these other things beyond the traditional credit score to figure out what's the best loan for you to get you cash from $1,000 to $50,000 in as little as one business day. Upstart is here to help you right now. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash Broadway. That's U-P-S-T-A-R-T dot com slash Broadway. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash Broadway to see how Upstart can help you today. All right, so uh, sugar, butter, I'm not in it. Uh, most of the original cast will be returning to Waitress on Broadway today. The team announced originals like Eric Anderson, Drew Galing, Tony nominee, Christopher Fitzgerald, the Charity Angel amazing, Dawson. Yeah. The amazing Chris Fitzgerald. <laughs> He's so, I mean, I don't know a single time I went to the show where he didn't get a standing ovation after yes. You're Never Ever Getting Rid of Me. Yeah, which I'm is, just saying. Which is a weird song to get a standing ovation for because he's basically saying, I'm going to stalk you for the rest of your life, whether you like it or not. But he's yeah. just so damn charming that yeah. it's warranted. And then she's like, fine. I'll, I'll marry cave. you. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. There's yeah. a wedding. Yeah. Uh, but Charity Angel Dawson, who I've also seen in the show. Fantastic. She's going to be back. Um, Caitlin Houlihan. Gilmore Girls is Dakin Matthews as old Joe is back. And guys, this is the biggest. This is the biggest. This, this is, is the, the first thing we texted about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Correct. Because Joe Tippett is coming back to the show as Earl. And guys, this is the first time that Sarah Bareilles, who, you know, will be the titular waitress, will be playing opposite her real-life boyfriend, Joe Tippett, in what is completely not their relationship at all. He's amazing. <laughs> but I, I thought that Joe was the most incredible Earl. I stand by the fact that I think he's he is the one. Like, I, I just think he's an incredible um, actor and like him in that role. He, he's amazing because I've never seen somebody play that type of um, abusive husband um, with so much charm. And I think that uh, it just felt so realistic in my opinion. But uh, yeah, so anyways, there's tons of other people. Stephanie Torrance is going to be back. Molly Job. They're all going to join Sarah Bareilles uh, beginning September 2nd at the Barrymore Theater. I won't be there. Why did I not push by on those tickets? I was I scared. Know. Yeah. I was scared. That's but... fair. I, well, let me ask you. <laughs> let me ask you this question. Yeah. I believe, and I think you know this. Um, Joe was the original Earl in Boston, but did not come You're to correct. Broadway with it, right? Yes. Okay. So I know why, but we can't. Uh, you'd have to cut it. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, well, tell me because I'll cut it. Oh, it's because. Um... 
Oh. Oh. Um, what's interesting about this, and we talked about this in uh, in our in our group chat, is that Charity Angel Dawson, Caitlin Houlihan is the secondary waitresses, not original company members, but longtime company members. Yeah. Um, what's interesting is is that they both have other shows. Mm-hmm. That they are attached to. Charity Angel Dawson is in Mrs. Doubtfire. Caitlin Houlihan is in Girl from the North Country. It's very interesting that both of those shows are scheduled to come back about a month and a half after Waitress um, returns to the Broadway. So mm-hmm. there has been no official cast announcements for either of those shows yet. Um, so uh, no, no, no. A Girl from the North Country we did talk about. Did on the we show. talk about that? Everybody, uh, yes, because oh, everybody, okay. but. What's oh, name? that's right. Austin Scott. Everybody but Austin Scott is back, I believe. Right. And and the youth. What's the youth one? He did. He did this. <laughs> he did the Apple TV series by Sarah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Colton Ryan because he's doing a TV thing um, or whatever. That's right. So, but the thing is, so Sarah is only supposed to be until mid October, I believe. So I would imagine that those two um, probably won't be able to do Sarah's full run. But it sounds like they will probably just be in it for what, four weeks, five weeks, maybe pulling a little, you know, they're gonna have to pull some double duty to get Mm -hmm. ready for their shows, but they'd have to be back in time to have like to be a part of the of the tech rehearsals or whatever. So, um, yeah, going to be interesting for those two, but glad that they were able to bring back some of the people who have been a longtime part of this show to to rechristen it on Broadway. Um, You know, still still would have liked it if you had been cast as Dawn instead of Caitlin. But who's here to quibble? Yeah. Well, listen, they are just now rehearsing. So dot, 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 T. Uh, all right. So let's keep going with some more news. I don't know what that means, but okay. That's good. Yeah. I'll just, you know, I'll text you. Um, so Ali on, Ramez Monsef, Kelly Overby, and Tom Sesmo will star in the off-Broadway oh. premiere of Letters of Surish. Uh, Rajiv Joseph's play begins uh, previews September 14th at the Tony Kaiser Theater. I was excited to see that this was, uh, you know, reconnecting this cast. And I really love Tom Sesma. So Tom Sesma, I saw him at the was it the Barrow Street um, Mm -hmm. when he played Sweeney Todd. Absolutely fantastic and phenomenal. Love him. He can do anything like really can do no wrong. In an article that uh, Matt sent me today, I was so glad that he did. Uh, it's brought to you by the New York Times, Javier Hernandez spotlights Chantafake, the new chief artistic officer at Lincoln Center. He talks about, you know, the expansive reach of Lincoln Center's new programming and how, you know, she's going to be able to bring audiences that are a little virus wary. I mean, I can't imagine <laughs> the type of work you're having to do uh, when you're figure out, figuring out your programming for the season and also like, being cautious and like making sure mm-hmm. that people are going to want to come and being inclusive environment. Uh, but this was a really great article. So thank yeah. you for sending it our way and make sure that our listeners are reading it as well. Yeah. Fake is most recently, she was the associate artistic director at the public theater. So she's mm-hmm. taking, like she's got experience in oh, the New yeah. York theater world, but like this, she's going from associate artistic director of a venue that has what four or five spaces. If you include um, <laughs> uh, Joe's pub to, like being in charge of like 16 acres of performance spaces and stuff like that at Lincoln Center. So she is going to have a uh, a really big job on her hands, but it sounds like she is very, very much um, the the person who can uh, who can take that on. So very excited to see what she does with Lincoln Center. Yeah, same. All right. So the article technically said first annual, but 
We know that means inaugural. Uh, the inaugural playwriting festival launched by Donia Love has begun called WIO for playwrights living with HIV. Billy Porter will fund the $5,000 award, which is super exciting. So it's basically all U.S.-based playwrights living with HIV can submit a full-length play of at least 60 pages and a one-page playwriting statement um, at letswriteitout.com. If you know anybody um, that would be interested in this, please send it their way. This is a very exciting playwriting festival. I'm I'm so um, happy with the fact that like Billy Porter is going to be presenting yeah, this. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, yeah, so please, please check it out. Yeah, and Billy Porter, who recently revealed yeah. that he's been living with HIV uh, for years as well. So uh, between Love and Porter, like this is mm-hmm. certainly a great combination of some of the most dynamic and interesting artists in the th- in the New York theater community. Yeah, there you go. So more news from one of my favorite off-Broadway homes. The MCC Theater is uh, announcing that they are re uh, they're rejoining. Is that the right way I should say it? No. Sure. <laughs> so MCC uh, Theater will present the original 2020 cast of Nollywood Dreams in October at the Newman Mills Theater on October 21st. And it'll play a limited run through November 28th. 2021. I'm very happy that they've gotten every single person back. Mm-hmm. Um, when shutdown happened, that was what was going on. And so the fact that they're reopening their season with this is really special. Yeah. And, and is Jocelyn, this is a Jocelyn Bio play. Bio, yeah. Bio. Yeah. Yeah. So she is uh, a fantastic playwright. And um, one of the, uh, I guess, one of the many New York theater cameos on the fantastic Netflix uh, <laughs> show Russian Doll. So if you have not seen Russian Doll, you really, really should. There's like four or five like New York theater people who, and a lot of, there's Mm -hmm. multiple playwrights in it too, which is super, super interesting. So great show. Um, I feel like we've talked about this show recently too, but anyway, Uh, check it out. Is it because Natasha Leone? Yeah. Somehow? Yeah. Well, uh, oh. Well, she's produced uh, Jacqueline Novak's show. Well, it, it was either that. Or did we talk about, isn't her husband is Fred, Fred Armisen, Armisen? And we talked who about was it. on Schmigadoo. That's right. I think that's what it was. But anyway, let's not bring that up ever okay. again. So finally, well, in recommendations, we have, to, we have to do a roundtable of the last three episodes. So we'll bring it up again. But we'll oh, see. yeah. OK, cool. Yeah. OK, great. <laughs> um, all right. So also, like, just I have to shout this out then because we're talking about it for a moment. Um, my friend Mark, who does uh, Broadway by Ghostlight has been doing mm. if you love that show his youtube takedowns have been referenced by the cast because they're that good and like like on social media platforms everywhere so if you like schmegadoon check out his videos probably by ghostlight on youtube it's really good cool. uh so finally in some recommendations besides that the new trailer for the cinderella film that's going to be on amazon starring billy porter camilla cabello and idina menzel kind of dropped and i didn't realize a lot of the music was going to be like modern music like they're trying to move on oh, yeah. Rigid. yeah yeah totally. um, i didn't i didn't understand ori- that Matt. it's it's an original score though right it's not like moulin rouge where there, it's a it's existing songs or is it no no matt i heard queen Oh, really? Oh, yes. I did not realize that. I thought it was an original musical. No, oh. I, I thought that as well. But they lied to me and you as well. And Could so you. I think that you all need to watch this trailer and let us know your thoughts. Because, I mean, everyone, first of all, everyone looks breathtaking. Like the, the artistic direction of it is really great. Um, but and, and I love, you know, we all love a Moulin Rouge moment where we know the songs of Mamma Mia. Um, but I'm very curious. I'm very is, curious. Is, is this going to be the 2021 version of the Cats film? No, it's not. No? It's oh. not. Okay. I will, but I will say there are animated mice. <laughs> well, of course there are. And you, on that note. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. Don't forget about our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at It's Grace Aki. Matt, where can people find you? At BWW Matt. Thank you guys so much. We will see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.